everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Outdoor PM School podcast, where we explore product management careers in the outdoor industry. We talk with PMs from top outdoor industry brands and ask them about their career path, what it's really like to be a PM, and any advice they would give others aspiring to follow the same path. My name is Dawson Westensko, and I'll be your host. During this episode, we talk with Sarah Nazim. Sarah graduated from the Masters in Sports Product Management program at Oregon State. She interned at Patagonia and joined OR as an associate developer before being promoted to a full product management position. This episode is brought to you by OutdoorPMSchool.com, an eight-week online course designed for aspiring outdoor industry product managers. Check out OutdoorPMSchool.com to learn more about who we are and how we can help. Well, good morning, Sarah. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, thanks for being here. You know, I'm really excited, looking forward to talking more about your career path in the outdoor industry and and product management. And it's hard to believe, but it's been three or four years since the first time we met. And yeah, it's, it's nuts. And, and, you know, at the time I was working in Seattle as a product manager at REI uh, on the private brands team, and you were a student at the university of Oregon in the masters of sports product management. And tell me if I got that wrong or not, but I think I, (laughs) yeah. So, so maybe you could just give us an overview, you know, what have you been doing since then? uh, And how did you arrive at uh, your current role at, at OR? Yeah, so I was, um, when I was in the program, I definitely had a few career tracks in mind. One of them was product management, the other one was product development, and I was I was kind of shopping around for ideas and understanding what the jobs really look like, so that's why I reached out to you back then, and I ended up with, um, while I was in the program, with an internship at Patagonia and in the product management department, which really got me a feel for what the role was like and helped me solidify, like, I want to be a product manager. I remember shadowing my manager, and it was so cool to go from um, going to the retail store and deciding exactly where a hang tag should go, and then you walk over to another meeting about a product strategy and a two- to five-year roadmap, and it was that balance of strategic thinking and, like, the flip-flop between the micro and macro level thinking that got me really wanting to be a product manager. So when I moved up to Seattle and I, I, um, I reached out to outdoor research, it's one of the core outdoor brands in the Pacific Northwest. So I was super excited about it, but they, they didn't have a product manager role at the time. So I started as a temp developer, which further solidified the fact that I don't think the developer role is the best fit for me. It was so micro level thinking and very detail oriented. And I was I was looking for the for something beyond that. So um, worked out a game plan with OR and became a associate product manager and now I'm a product manager at Outdoor Research. It's it's really interesting that you went the route of starting as like an associate and it was a contract role, wasn't it? Like a six month Yes, or a, absolutely. Yeah. Which be a trial which, run. They did a, they took a chance on me. <laughs> yeah, which which is great. And I think that that's a really good example for people to see that sometimes that's what it takes, right, to get into the industry and to get into product management in general is you were able to jump in with an amazing brand up front, which is phenomenal. Um, but you kind of had to figure out what your path was into product management, right? Like you, the development thing, you had an eye towards product management, but you were willing to sort of take that step in between. 
right? Which I think is really important for people to understand whether it's the, the industry or the company or the specific role, that first one might not be your, your absolute dream, right? But I'm sure you learned a ton in that first six months or 12 months that you were doing development work. Absolutely. I mean, it's such a cross-functional role that really, if you get your foot in the door anywhere, whether it's as a, in sourcing or planning or costing, it'll all be relevant to a product manager role, just mm-hmm. to understand other parts of the product creation process. So having started with, with OR on the development team, I really got to understand their processes. And now that I'm a product manager working with developers, I feel like our our relationship is a little bit more, we understand how to work together really well, which I, mm-hmm. which I enjoy. It helps, it helps make great product. Yeah. And, and I think that, like you said, it's, it's a little bit different at every company, but having that experience working as a developer, because you are so cross-functional, it can really, really help, right? It really gives you like a strong relationship with that team, which is, which is super important. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so what initially interested you in the industry and, and then, you know, you talked a little bit about what attracted you to product management, anything else that kind of was a hook for you to get into the industry and into the, the specific role? Well, I think what I was really looking for, for, you know, I was 20, 21 years old thinking about what do I want to do when I grow up? Something that I really value is my work-life balance. And and like maybe this is selfish, but I really like to have been in a world where I can, I'm going into work and I get to talk about rock climbing and then I go rock climbing and I get to talk about work. So I really enjoyed having that balance where my work is part of my life and I like having it all all situated around the outdoors, which is something that's really exciting and to me, and it, it just, the outdoors feels like home. So yeah. when I started my, my first job out of college, I had an internship at Adidas. And I remember thinking like, this is super cool. I, I like this like sports outdoor industry, but definitely was a very small fish in a big pond there. And I knew I wanted to be somewhere that had you know, somewhere where I'm working with product, but it, but it had a little bit more influence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the, the next job I got after that was at Native Shoes, which is a footwear company based in Vancouver, BC. And I was on the marketing team because, you know, once again, like I just took whatever I could get to get my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And I would constantly find excuses to sit in on the product meeting. So they would say, oh, we're having a product development meeting to work on this new line. Oh, but you need someone for marketing there, right? Because, you know, who, how else am I going to write the copy? <laughs> how am I going to, you know, prepare our PR team? Like, I have to be there all steps of the way. So I found a way to weasel my into different meetings to understand, like, the departments within the company. It was a small enough company that they were, they were cool with me sitting in on these things. So that's when I just got more and more curious about product and thinking that, product management or development or just something where I get to have hands-on work with product would be the best path for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, and I didn't realize that you had worked for those other brands before. So that's an amazing introduction, right? Into product and, you know, and even though Adidas isn't outdoor, unless you're on the, right. The, the outdoor team, yeah. it's still, there's a lot of similarities. Um, but like you said, being a small, you know, small fish in a big pond is a totally different experience. And, things you can learn on each side, but just different experiences. So it's awesome. You were able to identify that early, like, yeah, they're great, but 
for me personally, I'm kind of interested in something a little bit more, you know, a little bit more influence, right. A little bit more involved in, in the whole process. Right. Mm-hmm. So what were the, you know, you, you went through this process, you did the, you did the, the graduate program, you did the internship, you started out in development, and then you actually got into your first product management role. So you've been there about two years. Is that right? Um, three years at outdoor research and two years on the product management team. Okay. Right. In, in that role. So what were the first six months for you as a new PM? You know, not super easy. <laughs> my, uh, my manager who, my manager resigned a week before I started the new role as product manager. Wow. And she was like a huge ally and someone who really understood my skill set, my gaps in my knowledge. And she was really there to like help foster my growth. But, you know, she had another opportunity come up. So I was a little bit left on my own from day one and had to find the other product manager because I was the only associate level. I was just partnering with other product managers to to get guidance and to learn from them because they had so much more experience in the role. Mm-hmm. And then my on the first day of work, about two hours into the day, I found an email that when I was going through my email and one of our factories had just closed down. So oh. they were one of our major <laughs> factories that we were using. And all of a sudden we had to figure out a way to resource all of their, these styles with them. And if we didn't resource them, which ones could we, could we afford to drop? So it was just this massive scramble that I was totally not prepared for. And everyone was turning to me for answers of what are we going to do? When's this delivering? And, and I had none of the answers. So mm-hmm. it was a, uh, a kind of big slap in the face of realization of, of um, how people, what people will expect of me in this role that I'm expected to really know what's going on and, and have a plan and being able, being able to think on my feet. And these are just things that I was not prepared for. So mm-hmm. it was a huge learning experience in the first couple months. And not so long after that, it was uh, the tariffs in China were announced. So it was a whole resourcing project once again to minimize our exposure to the tariff. So mm-hmm. here I am two years into the product manager role. And um, I feel like the past two years have been one big lesson about sourcing supply chain operations, kind of the, the part of the, the business that I wasn't super familiar with because I came from a marketing and product development side into this role. So uh, it's been really interesting to learn about it and be exposed to it. I'm fortunate that our planning and sourcing team have been really patient with me and really open to to teaching me about what goes on in their side of the business so I can be more helpful to them. Yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest learnings that I think everybody goes through when they get into product management is that you learn pretty quickly that the role looks different at different companies. And so there's some companies where you would never have to deal with that. Right. But the smaller the brand, and I think it's fairly common in outdoor where you're actually managing, like you said, the sourcing and the factoring relationships. And and there are times when you're expected to go out and find a new factory and you're like, well, I'm not a sourcing person. But I think for me, that's one of the critical skills for, for product managers and especially new product managers is you have to be able to just jump in with both feet and figure things out and be willing to be uncomfortable and just go make it work. I think that's my favorite thing about working at a brand the size of outdoor research, because it means that 
if, if and our teams constantly change. People come and go. They go on vacation. They go on maternity leave. And and after research, I feel like the product manager role is really really helps support the different departments so that because it's such a cross-functional role that like if someone on our tech design team is, is sick for a week then then i have to be able to help step in and help drive the calendar on their side and help and, and you know help make sure that we funnel the designs from the design team to the, to the tech design team in a, in a seamless way so being able to step in on that and same with with all of a sudden i need to have a, an understanding of how to source and cost and, and mm-hmm. resource things to different countries. And that's uh if, if the team is small enough that it means that we, the product manager has to be able to, to step in and mm-hmm. contribute, which I think is my, my favorite part about this, because if I were ever to start my own company, I'm so glad that I have a bit more of a broad understanding of the different departments and being explicit, I think is going to make, make it would make anyone a little bit more um, of a better manager of a whole company if they wanted to become a CEO one day. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I don't remember if I mentioned this to you or not, but one of the last classes that I took during my MBA program was a business plan course. And so it was like an entrepreneurship class. And I remember I asked the professor, said, hey, if I want to be an entrepreneur, you know, what would you recommend? And he said, well, go out and get sales experience and go out and get product management experience. And I didn't really know what product management was at the time, but through that experience, it was like, oh man, this is absolutely what I want to do. And so, no, I totally agree. It gives you, you know, you have to figure things out. You have to be willing to jump in and it gives you that full perspective that just not that many people get right on all the different areas of the product. So would you say that's your favorite part of being a product manager is kind of that full, that full breadth? Yeah, I really enjoy how, the role demands you to be adaptable, and that's really exciting. I mean, it's nice to have a certain amount of structure so you know what you're walking into on a Monday morning, but um, just being adaptable, at least I feel like being adaptable helps you grow and progress your career the fastest, is that mm-hmm. your, your willingness to accept change and to take on new projects, whatever the business needs, and I, I think that that has helped me personally get to where I am is showing that I'm, I'm open to taking on a challenge a little bit outside of my scope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. If in so many PM roles, right. If you're not willing to step up to whatever needs to be done, then, because again, you're the only person a lot of times that is in the position to, to take on a lot of those roles. Right. But they're massive opportunity for learning. Yes, absolutely. And I think my second favorite part about the product manager role is really that, that balance of art and science and that, micro level thinking and macro level like it's it's just so fun to bounce between sweating the minutiae and then the next the next meeting or the call or email you have is about something so much bigger than that and so much more long-term and and impactful so I love having that balance I think it's um I think product manager role kind of demands this certain level of of um uh, organized chaos. Like you have mm-hmm. to be able to like appreciate and, and get excited about working on so many different things of different levels of importance at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great point. What's, what has been your least favorite part of being a product manager? I'd say my least favorite is probably working on projects that I don't fully believe in mm. as much as I like to say that I, that I, have full control over my line or the products that I work with. Sometimes 
ideas or concepts come from the top down or or sometimes it's just a product that makes the most sense for the business and it has to be done. So that's when it feels a, a little bit less um, exciting because I mm-hmm. prefer to work on I prefer to work on passion projects. I mean, of course, everyone does, but passion yep. projects aren't necessarily what help grow the business and help get us into the most important doors. But it's nice to make sure that I have a balance of passion projects that can keep inspiring me and also projects that were uh, something that was a top-down directive. Right. Well, and I think, you know, ultimately, I, I, I think every product manager has experienced that. And I think ultimately you can get, you can be passionate about seeing your line grow, right? And even though there are projects or specific products where like, oh, it's just not that much fun or it's not that sexy, right? You can still get excited about seeing the growth or just seeing the line develop over time, right? And I think that's part of what you develop as you're in the role longer. Um, but everybody likes working on cool products, right? Better yeah. than... <laughs> Absolutely. And I think the funny thing, I mean, this from a conversation we've had in the past is when you're working on something that you're so excited about, you, you kind of, you don't get to see it until at least 18 months later. Yeah. So here you are like, you know, okay, I'm at year, I'm at the 16 month mark and I still haven't seen any, any like fruits of my labor and you're just waiting for it. So once you start seeing the work you're really proud of in the market, mm-hmm. that's when, that's when it gets a little, it gets more exciting and that you can start hearing you know, seeing people's reviews or, or hearing um, about an article in Outdoor Gear Lab, which talks about a product that you worked on and here someone has written like a thousand word essay about it. And it's just some, it's something that is so rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's that first time that you see the product in the market, like someone who actually went to the store and bought it and is now using it. Like for me, that's, I just get a thrill out of that every time, you know, it's, it's so unique where you came up with the idea. And I think to your point, that's one of the harder things about maybe the first six months is you're taking on other people's projects. You're picking up a line that was that there's already a bunch of stuff that's happening and product that's being developed and strategies that are being executed. But when you really see that first product, like it's that 24 months, now someone's actually using it. That's really exciting. Right. But it takes a little while to get there, especially when you're, when you're just getting into a new role. Right. Absolutely. And I would say if, if anyone was going to become a, a product manager or an associate product manager, don't don't judge the role until you're at least a year and a half in, because mm-hmm. that's when you can start seeing your work and your ideas and your decision on, on, in the marketplace. Because before then, you're just you're kind of putting out fires or looking at the line and not agreeing with the previous product manager's decisions. So. Mm-hmm. But definitely wait it out and then and then it all it all starts to fall into place. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, that's I think that's great advice. Uh any any books or uh, you know that have kind of helped you in your career or specifically in product management that you've found helpful? No, no books per se, but I like to keep a list or I guess like a journal of observations. And this all started because one day I one day I'd really like to be a man I like to manage a team. And so I started keeping notes about how managers throughout the years would handle issues and my thoughts and their approach, what I would do differently. And it's sort of like a journal to reflect on things that happen at work. I don't keep a personal yeah. journal, but I like to keep this to one day when I get to be in a manager position is to read through and understand my perspectives as someone who was looking up to managers. So 
I yeah, started that's, keeping... that's amazing. That's that's such a great that's yeah. such a great thing to do. Absolutely. It's something that I, I started, you know, maybe eight or ten years ago, and I just kind of kept track of it. So now I have a little personal guide once I become a manager. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a great advice. What as you look over that past eight years, what do you see as like the most important thing of of a of a great manager? Hmm. The most important thing. Well, something that I, something that I think is important in this industry in particular is just being more, being in touch with the product itself and the industry and the category. Cause you, you can tell when a manager is starting to become less in touch with it. They don't understand the product you're working on or the mm-hmm. end use. They don't understand the customer. And then it's just really hard for, them to understand where you're coming from when you think that this is a really good idea or something that we need to do. So just being a little bit more in touch and also just understanding the right time to challenge your team. So I once had a manager who she always knew when I was like a week away from mastering everything that she had given me and Mm -hmm. she, she would start to bring in a new responsibility or a new task to do that would just take me to the next so I was constantly growing in these micro increments and she was did an amazing job of, of just observing where I was at and how to help me grow. So that's something that I would love to do for someone when I am one day a manager. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's amazing advice. And I, as I look back at the best managers that I've had, yeah, there's a few that really stick out of really, you know, knowing when to kind of dip you into the fire, right. And let you sink or swim because they, while still supporting you. Right. But still like giving you a real learning opportunity. Um, yeah, I think that's amazing advice. Uh, anything as you know, now you're a couple years into your product management career, anything that you wish you would have known earlier or anything you would have done differently as you kind of look back. Well, I guess the truth is that I'm I'm really happy with my career and I'm so happy with the industry I'm in. I wish that I was super passionate about software engineering because I'd be a lot wealthier right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, really, I'm so happy with with the work life balance that I get from this industry and something that something that I guess I I'm glad that I learned early in my career. I did an insights personality. I'm not sure if you're aware of insights and those multiple personality tests that relate mm-hmm. to um, how you are at work. And I thought this was totally bogus at first. Like, how could a questionnaire and an algorithm tell me what my strengths and weaknesses are? But that algorithm, it just, it like reached deep into my soul. It knew everything about me. And <laughs> it, you know, it from, I think I did this maybe when I was in my mid twenties and it really helped me understand my management style, how I like to be managed and, and how to be a better communicator and collaborator. And I think that is something that has been so helpful in my growth, my career growth and and my, the way that I work with teams is kind of being able to understand my, my personality and how I work and how I can best, how how I can best collaborate with how other people's personalities approach work. So that's been Mm -hmm. something that I'm, been so glad that I learned earlier in my career rather than later. Right. Yeah. I've, I've had that experience too, where I've, I've done similar type of assessments at different, you know, different 
points in my life, different companies. And, and again, I, I think you nailed it at the end. I think understanding yourself, but then also understanding the other people on your team and where they fit on the spectrum. Because I think one of the things that maybe people don't understand until you're actually in the role is the depth to which you're working on a team always, right? Pretty much everything you do is team related, whether it's the product team or with the marketing team or, uh, and so understanding where other people fall on that spectrum so you can better figure out how to work with them. Right. I think is so important. And, and that's really, that's cool that you figured that out that early. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're working with someone who just makes decisions a little slower than others and likes to think about it and ponder it, whereas another person on the team likes to just blurt out the answer, you really have to find the best way to make sure that everyone is heard because everyone's opinion really matters and can really help like have, taking into account all opin- opinions can really help grow the product and grow the, the category. So mm-hmm. um, just having patience and, and making sure that everyone was heard has been something that I, I'm so glad that I learned early in my career. Right. Yeah. And understanding that good ideas come from a lot of different places. Right. And it's, uh, I think being open to other people's opinions and sort of integrating them into your thinking is, is also a really important skill for sure. Yeah. Uh, so what advice would you give? I'm sure a lot of people are listening to this thinking, man, that's, she's living the dream. You know, <laughs> she's got this job with this amazing outdoor brand, you know, what advice would you give to somebody who would like to follow the same path? So I have the, what I have done, the advice that I've been, I've given myself and I've been following so far is to just get your foot in the door. I mean, I didn't want to work in marketing in Adidas Germany, but I, I saw it as a, as a foot in the door and having a brand name on my resume that can get me a step closer to something. So what I've been able to do is, is just kind of find allies. So preferably someone who's your boss or someone on the leadership team who will vouch for you and just tell them what you want to do and how you want to grow. Uh, tell them about your one, three, five, or 10-year goal and ask them to help you roadmap how to get there. And I find that when you are clear about what you want, people are so much more willing to help you get there. If you just sit, sit there in a meeting and talking about like, you know, uh, future growth or performance reviews, and you kind of have nothing to say, then they're going to have nothing to give. So I always come in saying, these are things that I, this is where I want to go. I want to be a product manager by this year, senior product manager by this year, director by that year. What are my gaps in, the, in my knowledge and how can I get there? Mm-hmm. And it's been super, I'm, I'm super grateful that I've had a lot of people, whether it's my manager or a mentor who I've worked with in the past who really understands and knows me and my, and my gaps in knowledge and just asking for feedback of how can I grow to this other role that I want so badly, but I know I'm not ready for, but I want to make sure that in two years I have all the tools I need to be really great to just step into that role really easily. And Mm -hmm. I I think that's the the greatest advice that I can give is just being, finding someone who's willing to help you grow and just be willing to adapt. Because maybe they'll say what you need to do is read a P&L statement and get to know the finance team better. And you have to be able to adapt and and do that because that's going to, if that's what's going to get you to your goal, then you have to be able to to be nimble and be understanding of that. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think one of the pieces of advice that I regularly give to people is that no matter what your path is, 
you have to be able to tell your story to people. And so it's not, you know, your path was a great path. Not everyone's going to be able to follow that exactly, but having a clear vision yourself of kind of how that fits in and how each stage in the process brought you to where you are right now and being able to communicate that to other people, whether it's a manager or whether it's a hiring manager at a new company, I think is so important, right? Regardless of of the path that you take in, you know, in your career. So it's, I'm not surprised to hear that you kind of thought that through in that way. And, and even again, like the Adidas position, like you said, that was, you had the opportunity. Not everybody has to get that experience at that point in their career, but if you have that opportunity, like how can that benefit you? Right. Like thinking thinking about it strategically and kind of long-term, because again, those are like product management skills. That's product management 101, right? So if you want to do it with a product, you have to be able to do it with yourself and in your own career as well. Right. Yeah. And I would say that I, I would say that I paved my own path and that, a lot of these, the, a lot of the jobs that I have right now, they didn't quite exist. Like when mm-hmm. I when I was at Native, I started out as an unpaid intern, mm-hmm. just just to get my foot in the door. Don't know if that's legal or not. It's <laughs> an unpaid intern. <laughs> but what I did is I I wrote a job description. I wrote what I want to do and and how much I want to get paid for it and and how I plan to help impact the brand. And I. You know, I asked my boss to lunch and I just handed her this piece of paper. I mean, I was, I was like nervous and shaking, but I said like, this is what I want to do. And he said, okay, great. I'll take a look at this. And that's how I, I solidified a full-time role there. And same thing with outdoor research coming in as a product of temp product developer. And I said, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to be an associate for this category and this is how I'm going to get there. And, and just kind of I mean, maybe, maybe it's naive, but I, I kind of said the role that I wanted and mm-hmm. I said it, I said it enough that my managers knew where I was going. And I've been, been very fortunate that they've been able to, to help me grow into these roles and very, very fortunate that they have budget to add someone to these teams, but it's really uh, kind of putting yourself out there. Maybe I mean, the worst they can say is no, we can't give you that job that you're asking for. And like, mm-hmm. you know, and you're exactly where you were the day before. So what's the harm? Well, and I think having the, being humble enough to ask for people's opinions and then actually integrating that, those opinions, right. To help yourself grow is, is really sets you apart, right. From, from, I think other people who get caught in, well, the opportunity doesn't exist. So what am I, you know, I can't, I can't create that opportunity. You know, I, I think the, People that I've talked with that have careers that I admire, that's like a super common theme, right? Like they kind of made their own luck and, yeah. and had a plan and went out and got what, you know, and figured out a way to make it happen, whatever way they needed to do that. All right. So, yeah, I think that's, I think that's fantastic advice for people trying to get into the industry. And then, like you said, once you're actually in the role, you know, not having to stay static, but also figuring out kind of how to take the next step. Absolutely. And I feel like anyone trying to get into the industry now, I mean, or get into any job right now, the world is, the world is going to look different and hiring an outdoor brands for the next few years is going to be very different. And really, Mm -hmm. I think being open-minded to just getting your foot in the door and adapting and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you end up on the sales team and you just Mm -hmm sit in on some product meetings, ask as if, if there's anything you can do to help them when they're totally slammed so you can just get to know their role and expand better, show interest so that 
when there is a role open, then they'll think of you first. So mm-hmm. I think that's really the the most important thing to think about going into oh you know what going into a career with the world looking so different now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen, I think it's been really informative and great to hear about what you've been working on and, and kind of the career path. And I'm, I'm so excited for you and kind of you, where you're headed and Thanks what so you've much. been able to do over the last two or three years. And, uh, and yeah, it's been great to learn, to learn more about that. If people want to connect with you, I don't know how open you are to that, but what, what's the best way to connect with you if people want to see what you're doing? I think LinkedIn is great. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. You can just find me Sarah Nazim. I don't think there's a ton of people with my name out there, so it should be yeah, pretty, pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, pretty unique. I'm the same way. Yeah, you Google Weston's go and there aren't that many. So yeah, uh, <laughs> that's how I found you. And when I, you know, three or four years ago, I, I got LinkedIn Premium because I just wanted to reach out and learn more about product management, and that's how mm-hmm. I got in touch with you. So thank you for your time four years ago because it definitely helped guide me and get and was part of the equation that got me to where I am today. So thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah. And I, you know, and I know one of the other things you said, I've really, I've had people when I've reached out that have helped me in that way. And it's been really beneficial to me and I've tried to do the same thing. And I think that's huge, especially in the outdoor industry where we should be an industry that's more open. And I think willing to, I don't know how build more relationships. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Pay it forward. And so I'm, you know, I'm glad that that helped at the time. And, uh, and I'm sure you'll do the same thing to, to other folks who, you know, are interested in, in learning from your background. So thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. And uh, again, looking forward to seeing, seeing where you go and what direction you end up heading. Thanks so much, Dawson. All right. Thanks, Sarah. This episode is brought to you by OutdoorPMSchool.com, an eight-week online course designed for aspiring outdoor industry product managers. Check out OutdoorPMSchool.com to learn more about who we are and how we can help.